Hello and welcome to this message that was shared by Pastor Leia Hope Badoy on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen and may this encourage you in this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they too can be encouraged. Thank you and God bless you. Come on, let's put our hands together for the Lord. Come on, let's give Him praise in the house. Woohoo! Praise God. You may all be seated. Let's get right on with the word. The title of the word is Healing Damaged Emotions from Victim to Victor. Our emotions are a gift from the Lord. He gave them to us for us to enjoy life and to express what is in our hearts. Now understand, for better or for worse, our emotions are very powerful. Our emotions are very influential. You see, your emotions, the condition of your heart, will affect your life. That is why the Word of God says, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. As much as Many emotions brings joy and delight in our hearts. There are also many emotions that's bring, that brings pain and uh, damage to our heart. Now, what are damaged emotions? They are emotional feelings, responses, and perspectives that are the product of wounds and injuries that have been done to our inner life. Now, these wounds and injuries have been caused by negative words, negative actions, and uh, attitudes that has been inflicted to us by people that are closest to us. You know, studies have shown that the greatest hurts, the greatest heartbreaks, the greatest disappointments have been caused by people that are closest to our hearts, our parents, our siblings, our family, our, our spouses. Our, our children. You know, if you really look deep into your life, if you really reflect on your experiences, the people that have, you know, that have hurt you are the people that are around you most of the time. They are, they are the people that are closest to your heart. Now, what are the common causes of wounds and trauma? Firstly, rejection. You know, that is the sense of being unloved, unwanted, criticized, and crushed. Another one is parental tyranny. You know, when, when children grow up with loveless authority that crushes and abuses the spirit. Next is parental indifference that produces within a child a, a sense of worthlessness. And then bereavement, when you experience loss via death or divorce or separation. And then lastly, physical abuse and sexual abuse. You know, studies have shown that we live in a world of sexual predators. This generation must watch out for sexual predators. 
Studies have shown that there have been many incidents of molestation, incidents of physical abuse, physical of, uh, 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 incidents of sexual abuse that have been unreported. And you know, the victims have just chosen to be quiet about it. And, uh, and it has inflicted them and hunted them their life, hunted their life, and you know, it has given them a crippled life. Now, people respond to this pain and emotional damage differently. You know, some people, they choose to uh, put on masks. They choose to put on masks. They, they put up a happy face. They pretend that it does not matter. They pretend that they are not affected, but deep inside them, there is a wounding inside of them. There is a pain, an ache, a heartbreak inside of them. And some people respond to their damaged emotions by pushing it down. You know, they bury it. They, they try to ignore it. They try to pretend that it did not happen. But you see, the thing is, if you bury those memories... If, and you refuse to face the pain, in so doing, you also bury the possibility of healing. Now understand this. Everyone have emotional battles to fight. All of us have gone through emotional scaring. You know, in this room, there is not one person in this room who has not been hurt. You know, in all our life, we have experienced rejection. We have experienced uh, offense in our lives. And there's not one person here who has not been offended, who has not been rejected. And what we see today is a generation of victims. A generation of victims. We see today, you know, a generation devastated by emotional scarring, damaged emotions. And see, we see a rise in depression. We see a rise in suicide. We see a rise in addiction. We see a rise in dysfunctional relationships, in anxiety. And all this is because of damaged emotion. And the church is not exempted. The church is also filled up with people that have damaged emotions. Let me spell out to you the signs and symptoms of emotional hurt. And uh, as I go through this, you know, look deep inside you. If you have a little of this, or you have this in your heart, you have these signs and symptoms in your life. Defective self-image. Sadness, defensiveness, you're easily defend, offended or frustrated, agreeing with lies, irritability, feelings always rise up. You know, it's the slight offense, you know, the feelings rise up. Hypersensitivity, fear of failure, dysfunctional relationships, hard to forgive, repetitive patterns of defeat. Hard to feel loved, lashing out, you know, that sudden outburst of anger, feelings of anger towards God, self-hate, um, escapism, retaliation urges, self-unforgiveness. And do you know that leaders and ministry workers are not exempted? You know, here are the 
Symptoms. Hurt leaders exhibit these symptoms. Lack of love for people. You see, unhealed wounds robs you of the ability to love people. Because people have hurt you. Hadlok na ta. Hadlok na ta mag-lead of life group. Kaya nasakitan na ta. Another is inappropriate guilt. You see, when some of our disciples leave us or do not respond, sometimes we feel so guilty na, sana ko nagkamali. I might have offended them. Oh, am I not a good leader? So, you know, you, have, you experience all sorts of gift, guilt. Loss of joy in the ministry. Fear of failure. You're driven to perform. Now, all these are signs and symptoms of damaged emotions. And that, you know, people respond. There are different variations, the degree of, you know, some people are hard hit. And some people have, you know, it can be a one-time wounding. It can be just a, a single event, traumatic event. Or it can be a series or a pattern of destructive event. And people have come up with ways to, to cope with this pain. Yung sabi nga nila, nagmahal, nasaktan, nagdrama. Sa'yo, anong drama mo? Nagmahal, nasaktan, nagtelenovela. Nagmahal, nasaktan, nagjeta. Nagmahal, nasaktan, nagpakilay. Nagmahal, nasaktan, nagpariband. Nagmahal, nasaktan, nagcrash landing on you. Oh, episode 10 na ako. Woo! Lapit na. One more episode tonight. You see, lahat tayo may kanya-kanyang drama sa buhay. Listen to this. Emotional damage will turn you into one of these two. A victim or a victor. In this room, there are two kinds of people. Victim or victor. It's either you are a victim or you are a victor. Let me ask you this afternoon, what is the state of your heart? What is your emotional state? Have you been a victim? Are you still a victim? Or have you overcome and you are now a victor? You see, a victim is when you refuse to forget and let go. A victor is when you choose to forgive and let go. Are you a victim or a victor? Let's talk about the victim. The Bible does not deny that there are victims in life. There's probably not a single person in this room who has not been a victim at one time or another. Psalms 10.14 says, But you, God, see the trouble of the afflicted. You consider their grief and take it in hand. The victims commit themselves to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. You know, the victim mindset has three key beliefs. First is bad things happen and will keep on happening. Next is the world has treated them unfairly. People and circumstances are to blame. And lastly, any efforts to create change will fail. So there's no point in trying. And so, some people have been victims for too long a time. You have been victimized, but you have stayed the victim. 
It has been 10 years since that event. It has been 20 years since that experience. But until today, you have remained a victim. And some people cling on to their hurts. They have kind of embraced the life of a victim. And so they, they see themselves as the abused one, the misunderstood one, the wrong one. But listen to this. A victim mentality is never God's will for you. It is never God's plan for you to be a victim of your past. God wants you to be emotionally healed. God wants you to be delivered. God wants you to be set free. The next, the victor. A victor is one person who has defeated an opponent. A victor is a conqueror who has overcome or defeated an adversary. A victor is a winner in a fight. Listen, God wants you to win your emotional battles. Consider these promises from the Lord. Psalms 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalms 147.3 He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Listen, people do get abuse and some people have it hard. But I am here to tell you the good news. God does not want that victimization that you experience to affect your whole life. God does not want that single traumatic event to mar you, to affect you for the rest of your life. God wants to set you free. Do not let the experience of pain, of abuse, of trauma affect everything that happens in your life. God does not want you to spend the rest of your life feeling sorry for yourself. And God says to you today, do not wallow in hurt and in pain. You stop the hopelessness. Stop the despair because there is healing, deliverance, and freedom for you. So victim or victim, what's your choice? I would like to step back at this point. And I'd like to give the room to our creative team for another illustrative preaching.
Pinagkaisahan nila akong lahat. Siniraan, ginawa ng isyo. Pinakalat pa sa social media. Tapos ngayon, iniwan na nila ako. Mga plastic sila. Oo. Biktima ako. Biktima ako ng maling pinili kaibigan. Anak! Anak, kumising ka! Anak! Anak! Tulong! Tulungan niyo! Tulungan niyo anak ko! Please! Tulong! I'm sorry! I'm sorry kasi mahirap lang tayo! I'm sorry kasi wala tayong pera para magkapat sa sakit mo! sa kinuha sa akin. Tulungan niyo ako. Tulungan niyo ang anak ko. Biktima ako. Biktima ng kawalan at kahirapan. Takot ako. Takot na takot ako. Kinahasa ako na paulit-ulit. Mga ayop silang lahat. Nakakaalam nito, ako lang, ako lang, ayoko malaman nila ang sekreto ko. Oo, biktima ako, biktima ako ng pagkakahasa at minunestya. Di ko kaya, ko kaya. Victims of love of love, victims of hate, victims of poverty. Biktima. Biktima ka rin ba? Naranasan mo na rin bang maging biktima? Di ba ang sakit? Ang sakit, sakit. Pero hindi ka pa ba napapagod? Laging umiiyak, laging galit, laging nag-iisa, laging malungkot. You have seen here People with different pains, with different grievances, with different stories to tell. But listen, you don't need to be a victim all your life. Stop the drama. Stop the pain. Because there is a way out. There is hope. And there is healing for you. Listen to this. Jesus died on the cross to give you victory over sin and unforgiveness. And what happened to you does not define you. Your past, your circumstance does not define you. You are defined by the choices that you make. 
whether you are a victim or a victor. So today, choose God. Choose to be a victor in Christ. The fight is over. Jesus paid for your sins and pain. Let God heal you. Let God make you a victor. presentation how do you move from being a victim to a victor i'd like to share with you three keys for your healing and i'd like to take it from the passage of second samuel 12 15 to 23 it's quite long but follow me it's a wonderful story of hope and uh, of uh, of arising in the lord it says the nathan went home and the Lord caused the son of David and Bathsheba to be very sick. David prayed to God for the baby. David fasted and went into his house and stayed there, lying on the ground all night. The elders of David's family came to him and tried to pull him up from the ground. But he refused to get up or to eat food with them. On the seventh day, the baby died. David's servant was so afraid to tell him that the baby was dead. They said, look, we tried to talk to David while the baby was alive, but he refused to listen to us. If we tell him the baby is dead, he may do something awful. When David saw his servants whispering, he knew then that the baby was dead. So he asked them, is the baby dead? And they answered, yes, he is dead. Then David got up from the floor, washed himself, put lotion on, and changed his clothes. Then he went into the Lord's house to worship. After that, he went home and asked for something to eat. His servants gave him some food and he ate. David's servant said to him, Why are you doing this? When the baby was still alive, you fasted and you cried. 
now that the baby is dead, you get up and you eat food. David said, while the baby was still alive, I fasted and I cried. I thought, who knows? Maybe the Lord will feel sorry for me and let the baby live. But now that the baby is dead, why should I fast? I can't bring him back to life. Someday I will go to him, but he cannot come back to me. I'd like to share with you three keys to healing from trauma, abuse, and damaged emotion. Number one, the you factor. The you factor. No matter what may have caused your heartbreak or your pain, listen, it is your responsibility to get out of it. You may, you may blame people, you may feel sorry for yourself, but you need to take responsibility for your life. Understand this. Your parents may help you. Your spiritual community may help you. Your friends may help you. But you have a significant role in your health, in your healing. You need to help yourself. You do what you have to do in order to take responsibility for yourself. Understand that the gospel is about taking responsibility. Accept the reality. Admit the pain. Listen to this, 2 Samuel 12, 22, and I'll, I'll cut this short. But now that the baby is dead, why should I fast? I can't bring him back to life. David accepted the reality that, you know, his son died. And probably that is so painful to lose a child. But David accepted the reality that he cannot bring back the life of his son. And I know that for some of you, you have to accept certain realities in life. There are certain people that will no, no longer go back to you. There are certain relationships that are gone. There are certain things that are gone. There are certain memories that are gone and it will not be back to you. Next is you stand up. And you help yourself. Second Samuel 12. Then David got up from the floor. Washed himself. Put lotions on and changed his clothes. Listen to this. The moment David knew that his son has died. The moment David knew that his prayers have not been answered. And his son has died. David rose up. He got up, kapatid, pag nasaktan ka, matapos mong umiyak, bumangon ka. Tumayo ka. You know, it's the verse started. Then David got up. Then David arose. There is a time to mourn and there is a time to move on. There is a time to mourn and there is a time to get up. When you lose someone that you deeply love, despite all your efforts to keep it, you have to let go. You have to move on. Ang ginawa ni David, bumangon siya. Bumangon siya. Our past experiences 
may have made us the way we are now. But we don't have to stay that way. You don't have to stay that way. You know, when Jesus encountered the sick man, sick man, you know, in John chapter 5 verse 6, there was a sick man who laid, who laid for 38 years. And when Jesus encountered him, this is what Jesus said to him. Do you really want to get healed? Do you really want to get healed? Or do you just want to talk about your problems? Let me ask you today, do you really want to get healed? Do you really want the pain to stop? Do you really want the haunting to stop? To be healed is a choice. You need to make that decision for yourself. No one can make that decision for you. Do not depend on people. Do not depend on circumstance. It is your life. It is your life. You need to take responsibility. No one can make that decision for you. No one can force you to change. You have to help yourself. Can you say an amen to that? Number two. The God factor. The God factor. After you give yourself time to grieve and mourn, you have to move on. The God factor, the ability to heal, is a supernatural thing. You have to believe that even when great evil has happened to you when a traumatic experience when the atmos abuse has been done to you you have to believe that God is able to heal you 2nd Samuel 12 20 then David got up from the floor washed himself Put lotions on and change his clothes. Then listen. Then he went into the Lord's house to worship. Whoa. Notice here. David went to the house of worship. David brought himself into the presence of God. David brought himself into the altar of the Lord. David surrendered his hurt to the Lord. David went to the house of God. And I like to encourage you today. Kung nasaktan ka, kung nabigo ka, kung ikaw ay so broken, when you're so emotionally damaged, you run to God. Sa Diyos ka tumakbo, sa Diyos ka lumapit. But the sad thing is, you know, before we ever run to God, we turn to many things. To find our healing, we try to find our healing in the movie house. We try to find our healing in the bars. We try to find our healing with friends. We try to find our healing by going to... You know, travel. We try to find our healing in the Netflix. We try, to, we try to find our healing in shopping, in the malls. 
Don't run to the bar. Don't run to the TV. Don't run to the movie house. Find your healing in God. You run to people. You run for leisure. Yeah. They will give you temporary anesthesia. That's just what they give you. Temporary anesthesia. But when it's over, you're back to your pain. You're back to your reality. Yung beshi mo. Yung barkada mo. Comfort lang mabibigay nila sa'yo. But they cannot give you healing. You have to go to the presence of God. You have to go to the house of God. Listen. Never underestimate the power of worship. Never underestimate the power of the rhema word of God. Never underestimate the power of going to the house of God. Never underestimate the power of being in the presence of God. You know, the human tendency, sadly, the human tendency is when you are hurt, when you've been broken, when you're crushed, when you experience a heartbreak, the human tendency is we distance ourselves from the family of God. We distance ourselves from the house of God. We cut off. We lie low. And that should not be the case. We withdraw from life group. We withdraw from going to church. We withdraw from the fellowship of the believers. That is not what God wants. Understand this. The house of God and the presence of God is the place of your healing. Surrender. Surrender. Surrender your hurts to God. Surrender your pain to God. Bring your emotions to the altar of God. We should not be too proud not to be able to humble ourselves and bring this pain in the altar of the Lord. Listen. There is no heart so buried in pain that God cannot fix it. There is no heart so broken by abuse or injustice that God cannot heal it. There is so no heart so hardened by offense that God cannot soften it. The greatest healing is when your spirit is reunited with God. God is your healer. Let that be a revelation to you. God is the great physician. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God who heals. Amen? Number three, the forgiveness factor. Forgiveness is a difficult thing. You have to have an encounter with God before you can forgive, truly forgive. Forgiveness 
is a difficult thing. It's one of the hardest things that, you know, we, we are called to do. But it's the greatest gift that we can give to ourselves to be healed. Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other just as in Christ, God forgave you. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is a spiritual decision to release the person, the entity, the institution, or group who has offended you for all past hurts, failures, and all sense of guilt or loss. I know that, I, I, I don't know your story. I don't know the depth of your pain. I don't know what happened to you. But I just know that my God is able to heal you. I just know that when you forgive, you turn from being a victim to a victor. It may be the hardest thing to do, you know, to, to forgive the people that has hurt you the most. But you know, when you do that, it will be the source of a great maturity on your part. I'd like to encourage you today. Embrace healing. No matter how difficult, embrace healing. There's a note to self here and let me read. Forgiveness is necessary for my healing. I will remain emotionally chained to the person who hurt me until I forgive. Forgiveness is for me. It allows me to move from victim to victor and to take back control of my heart and my emotions. Listen, nothing brings more emotional damage deeper than lingering deep-seated unforgiveness. I tell you, if you remain in a life of unforgiveness, it's going to eat you up. It's going to destroy your life. And the only way for you to forgive, to be set free, is to forgive. Forgive your spouse. Forgive your leader. Forgive your children. Forgive your parents. Forgive your boss. Forgive your Best friend, forgive your kuya. Forgive them all. And if you say, kahirap naman yung gawain. The grace of God is available. That's why you have to have an encounter with God first. Because it is the grace of God that empowers you and enables you to love and to forgive. The only way to be set free is to forgive. Forgiving turns a victim into a victor. As I end, be reminded, your damaged emotions will never give you a happy life. Your damaged emotions will never give you a peaceful soul. Your damaged emotions will never give you a blessed life. I don't know what happened to you, but I just know that there is a purpose for everything. Every test in our life makes us bitter or better. 
And every problem comes to break us or to make us. And the choice is ours whether we become a victim or a victor. The victim's life is a losing life. The victim's life is a defeated life. And when we choose to be a victim, we allow people and circumstances to continue hurting us. Perhaps you were a victim yesterday. However, you don't have to be one today. You cannot control others' actions, but you can control your reactions. You need to come to God. God offers you healing today. He will grant you the grace to forgive yourself, to forgive people, to forgive others. And become a victim. Not only is the victim's life a defeated life. It is an unbiblical life. There is no room in the Christian life for a victim mentality. And today. We like to bring you. To bring change into your heart. Let this be your graduation day. Your graduation day. Let this be the day that you will graduate from being a victim to becoming a victor. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. If you choose right today, if you choose right today, your life can change. Life can turn around for best. At this point, I'd like to show you two video testimonies of two people who have turned from being a victim to a victor. I'd like to call on the worship team to come up on stage. I'd like to show you the video testimony of Charisse Kutamura and Mark. Sabaldan, and afterwards, Pastor Latour will come for the ministry time. I was once abandoned, feel alone, feel rejected, full of hatred, and full of pride. Hi, this is Teresa Gutamora, and this is my story. Our father left us for another woman. Being a product of a broken family, we experienced a lot of struggles to the point na kailangan namin mag-iwahiwalay magkakapatid. I was adopted by my elementary teacher. Well, I became a housemaid. Tumira sa iba-ibang bahay to ask for food and old clothes. Another painful experience was when my eldest sister died sa sakit na lupus. That's why I became independent. Natutong rumakit, exploit ng katawan. Party doon, party dito, inom doon, inom dito. To feel the empty feeling, to feel the pain inside my heart. Sobrang frustrated na ako and disappointed na sa buhay ko. That experience led me to hate my father even more. Kung hindi lang sana siya umalis, hindi ako magkakalangito. I still never forgive him. Until year 2017, I moved here in Davao. One of our mentors in business helped me and encouraged me to join in life group and to attend Encounter God Weekend Retreat. In Encounter, I experienced the love na inahanap ko matagal na. I experienced forgiveness. I released forgiveness sa sarili ko. In just two days, 
I forgive my father. In just two days, I am restored. My heart changed. The Lord helped me to heal my heart. And now, I'm on the part of a secondary ministry. I enjoyed and loving serving people and leading life group and also part of a life group. And also part of a tagum outreach, I found happiness, fulfillment, and my purpose. And today, I have my good relationship to my father. The Lord used me to be a blessing to my family and to the people around me. The Lord blessed my business. Indeed, there is a chance to live in a beautiful life in the Lord. From a heart full of hatred, pride, and unforgiveness, to a heart has been restored and set free. All glory belongs to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus! My name is Mark, and this is my story. I really thought that my parents didn't really love me, especially my father. And one of the things that I cannot forget was one time my father beat me up with a belt with a buckle on it, and he was beating me with it, not with a belt, but with the buckle. So it really gave me bruises, gave me wounds, my whole body. And not just physical pain, because in my family, my mother would always tell me hurtful things, that I'm good for nothing, that I am, um, that I cannot be successful, that my little brother, my younger brother is better than me, because he's really good at school. Deep inside, I was hurt. I was angry. I was bitter. So the result was I, I was into brawls. I punched people. I hurt people. I could even remember that I there were times that I stabbed my classmates with ball pens, sign pens, and those kinds of things. I knew the Lord through a person. I heard him tell his story. I heard him tell more about Jesus. And then at that time, he began to talk one-on-one. -on -one. At that moment, when he started to talk about forgiveness, I started to realize and tell myself, well, there are a lot of people that hurt me, especially my parents. And then when Encounter God Weekend came, one of the things that really struck me was, again, the topic about forgiveness. During that time, one of the one of the things that really happened during my encounter time was I was closing my eyes. And when I closed my eyes, I just really heard the Lord. And the message of the Lord was really clear. That was the first time in my life that I really heard a clear word from the Lord. And He said, You have to release forgiveness. You have to forgive them so that I can work in your life. And from that moment on, I just said, I just told the Lord, I just asked for forgiveness, I, I, I really repented for it, and then I just asked for forgiveness from the Lord. And when I went home, I saw my father in, in our front door, when I saw him, the first thing that came to my mind was, God, I love this man, and I have already forgiven his parents, but I came close to him, I embraced him, and I told him, Pa, I love you so much. First time in my life, it was the first time I said I love you, my father. And I also saw my mom, I embraced her, she embraced me, I kissed her. And I also told her, Mom, I love you, I love you very much. I really believe that God changed me, God changed my heart so that I can also minister to other people, so that I can also um, tell them that we can change, our hearts can change if we truly surrender to the Lord. So, Thank God for everything, and I praise God for everything that He has done in my life. 
We are now entering into a time of prayer. In a short while, I'll ask you to stand and we'll begin to pray. But I'll let to remind you and encourage you. It's not an accident that you're here. Hindi po accident na nandito kayo ngayon. This is a divine appointment, even a divine setup. The Lord wants to heal your hearts. And yung nangyari kay Charisse, kay Mark, pwedeng mangyari sa iyo. The Lord really loves you so much. And He brought you here today so you can experience His healing and His love. So let's pray right now. Our Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you really, really care about us. We thank you, Lord God, that you really, really want us to be healed and restored. Thank you for inspiring us, Lord God, that it's possible. Napa may paglawam dilimi hopeless case. We declare there's hope. There's hope in Jesus. And Lord God, we come to you today and we thank you, Lord God, that whatever happened in the past, whatever we have done or were done to us can still be healed and restored. There is hope in Jesus. And you are here today to help us. And when we say yes to you, when we obey you, Lord God, you will heal us and you will set us free. And so we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Right now, we will pray to the Lord. And I ask you to open your heart. This is the day of your healing. This is the day of your freedom. Today is the day of transformation. The Lord is here through the Holy Spirit. He is listening to you. In fact, He is beside you through the Holy Spirit. Talk to Him today and He will do a miracle of a changed heart and a changed life in you. Right now, we will all open our mouths and we will pray to the Lord and we will ask Him to heal us and set us free. But I want to ask you that we have to forgive those who sinned against us. At mga tao na nakasala sa ito, kinahanglan na ito, pasayloon, bisan grabe ka, dautan ilang gibuhan. They may have done some really evil things. But by the grace of God, let's obey the command of God. God knows best. The way to be healed is to forgive those who did evil wrong things to you. So right now, let's do that. Let's forgive those who have sinned against us. And let's be specific. Let's mention their name. Let's mention what they have done. Isunta natin ilang pangalan, kung sa ilang nabuhat. Kaya nato magpasailo. Kaya ni mo. Tabangan ka sa We need that to be forgiven, to be healed. Right now, let's all open our mouth. Let's open our mouth and forgive those who have sinned against us. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that Lord, you will help me right now. Lord, I choose to forgive my father who abused me, who physically hurt me. I choose to forgive, Lord, my mother who said so many hurtful things. So I Lord, I reject those lies. And Lord, I forgive my mother, Lord. Forgive me for hating my mother. Forgive me for hating my father. And right now, I forgive. 
my father, I forgive my mother. Come on, do you have to forgive? Open your mouth. Ayaw, ayaw, ayaw kahadlok na may emotional. Release your forgiveness to them. Lord, I forgive my ex. Come on, if someone betrayed you, an ex-lover, you have to forgive him or her. Lord God, I forgive my ex for betraying me. Come on, say that. Lord, I forgive my best friend who betrayed me, Lord God. I forgive, Lord, mga beshi-beshi daw kuno, mga taksil di ay. I forgive my friends who turned their backs on me. Gidugam ko sa likod, gibiyaan ko, gidawot ko, I forgive them. Come on, open your mouth and pray to the Lord right now. God, I forgive, Lord God, those people who did be evil, O oh God. I forgive those who, mga business partner, nga, giilad ko, gikuha akong kwarta sa investment and so on. I forgive them in Jesus' name. Kunay nagabusan sa iyo, an uncle, an older cousin, na kuya, or whatever you have, a lolo, you have to forgive. Lord, we forgive those who abuse us. We forgive all those who try to destroy us, to take advantage of us. Come on, you have to forgive. Open your mouth and pray to the Lord right now. God, we forgive those who try to destroy us. Sa trabaho, sa negosyo, sa skilahan, mga teacher and others. We forgive them. I forgive them in Jesus' name. Come on, forgive those who sin against you right now. Right now, open your mouth and pray. And then for some of us, we hate ourselves. Right now, you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself. Lord, I forgive myself. Lord, kinagtinanga ko, huyang ko, wala ko, nibarog, nagpagamit ko, nagpaloko ko. Lord, forgive me, God. I forgive myself. Lord, I forgive myself. Come on. You have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself. Lord, pinapatawad ko aking sarili sa nangyari, Lord God. Come on, forgive yourself. Some of you, you're here. You need to forgive God. Quote, unquote, forgive God. God has not done evil to you, but feeling ni mo, Wala kang itabangan sa gino, sa panahon, sa imong kaiguling, sa panginahanglan, and keep blame ni mo si Lord. But right now, you have to release that. You see, sa tinood lang, dili gino, oh, ang niambusan sa imo ha. Dili gino, ang kibiyaan ka. Tawa ang nagbuhat na na. Do not blame God. It's unfair for you to blame God. Right now, we have to release that. The thought, that idea, from our minds and our hearts. Lord, forgive me God for blaming you. Forgive me, God, for Lord being angry and for hating you, God. Lord, nag, Lord, nagrabi ko lang kung kalagot sa imo. Right now, I release you, God. Walang isalasa ko, Lord. You have not done me wrong. I release you, God, in the name of Jesus. Right now, come on, just pray to the Lord. Pray to the Lord right now. And right now, I want to talk to those who have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord. You see, we may blame others for wrong things they've done. But dili lang sila nakabuhat ng dautan kitapon. Kitapon nakapasakit sa uban. We have also betrayed others. Tayo rin, meron din tayong mga nagawang kasalanan. Marami rin nasaktan sa atin, lalo na ang Panginoon. We have been made by God for His glory, but we have rejected His will. We have rebelled against Him. We have been selfish. And right now, we need to return to the Lord. Right now, we need to come back to God and say, Lord, forgive me, God. Forgive me, Lord. I surrender my life to you. Come on, right now, let's pray to the Lord. God, forgive me, God, for being selfish. Forgive me for being rebellious. Forgive me, God, for, Lord, running away and living my own way instead of your way. Forgive me, God. I surrender my life to you. 
Pot-pot lang ko ganito. But right now, ikaw na ang masunod sa akong kinabuhi. Panginoong Diyos, binibigay ko ang buhay ko sa iyo. Ikaw na ang Lord God, magdala ng buhay ko. Ikaw na ang magmanage. Ikaw na ang may-ari ng buhay ko. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. Come on, surrender your life to God. Lord, forgive us. Come on, pray that to the Lord right now. If you know you need to pray that, don't say later. Buhon lang. Karon. Spray the prayer. Surrender your life to God. Jesus, forgive us. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Jesus, come and forgive me. Come and change me. Come and change me. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen your heart in this trying time. And please keep posted because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so that you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you.